Welcome to the Herbal Hour podcast. This week on the story hour section of the show, I will share a story about an incredibly strange event that occurred to me that to this day, I really still don't understand. People's views on the mystical realm and the spiritual realm differ. I myself am not really sure what this was, but it seems as if it was what would be called an astral projection. Maybe you've experienced things in your life Strange things that happen, especially in the in-between state of sleep, when you're just barely asleep and just barely awake. Maybe strange visions, you hear things, strange things happen. This was perhaps one of those occasions. Or perhaps it was something more. That's for you to decide. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It is called My Astral Projection Story, Encounters with the Void. A true story about what I believe to be an astral projection that occurred to me intentionally. Since my youth, I have been haunted and blessed by the apparitions of that strange in-between world, what the mystics call the astral realm. At the point of impending sleep, the veil between this world and the unknown wanes, producing strange experiences variously referred to as astral projection, sleep paralysis, and lucid dreaming. This moonlit place this place of utter strangeness, the mysterious realm that words never reach, this is the place that I had the most remarkable experience. This experience brought me solace in the immediacy of a place so similar to ours, yet so different, and shook me to my very bones with that ancient fear of fates worse than death. It is taboo to speak of mystical experience. The sages speak in hushed tones and never seem to reveal what they see in their deep meditation. Ancient lineages closely guard the iridescent jewels that have been hard won over the centuries and reveal a science on par with that of modernity, the science of the spirit. Yet many have these strange otherworldly experiences, moments of transcendence of the bodily perceptions and freedom from the banality of the mundane, moments of deep love, moments of sight of something strange in plain sight, the world and its true beauty. These characterize the mystical experience. The oppression of the current times is truly one of the spirit, so many never share these strange experiences they have from fear or a lack of language to describe them. To be sane in a crazed world is in fact insanity, so we hide our peculiarities from the light of day. I share this story for one reason, to express something which has given me faith in something greater that I do not yet understand, which I hope will lift your spirit from doubt to a spirit of curiosity about the nature of this reality. This story begins back in my university days, when I was delving into the realm of philosophy and mysticism, utterly broken and reassembled from tragic events that occurred in my family. The shock of witnessing what I thought to be the death of a loved one, or at least the possibility of death that lurks as an ever-present potential, had catapulted me into an utterly different perspective on life. In those days, my mind was in an open state, and I think this is why a simple meditation I did before falling asleep led to what I believe was an astral projection. In various mystical traditions, the idea of astral projection is essentially the soul leaving the body to visit other realms or adventure throughout the world. This state of astral projection was something that shamanic and druidic cultures deeply believed in, and a large part of their practice was learning how to navigate the astral realms. I will not debate the reality of this place as a physical location. In fact, I truly have no idea whether it is a phenomenon of spirit or one of the mind. But I do know that it shook me to my core with awe in the original sense, fear in the face of something greater than oneself, the utterly unknown. It was dark in my bedroom. 
I was laying down with eyes closed. Bob Marley's loving music playing in my ears. Breathing in and out deeply, I was easing myself into the dream state, curious to see what would occur if I could remain mindful as my body drifted away into that sleepy state. Sleep paralysis was an experience I was familiar with, and I had learned that from this state, one could go into astral projection. The technique was quite simple, actually. All one had to do was will with all of their force to move out of their body from within the state. And in fact, there was a few occasions where I confirmed that this was indeed possible. How amazingly strange it was that something like this was possible and understanding what it was. I was deeply fascinated. For those that are unfamiliar, or perhaps have not put a name to it, sleep paralysis is that strange state in between wakefulness and sleep, where the body has fallen asleep, but the mind remains awake. An electric feeling rushes through the body. One becomes as if stone unable to move. The body has begun to enter the dream state, but the mind somehow has remained awake for what can be best described as a hallucinogenic roller coaster. With the body sleeping, it goes into paralysis, likely to prevent movement from reactions during dreams. By some strange marvel, one can actually stay conscious during this, and that is when things start getting weird. In essence, the same process of dreaming that occurs during sleep now occurs projected into the environment with open eyes. As this feeling envelops one, a sense of fear and even panic starts encroaching as all manner of inexplicable events begin to transpire. Sounds, sights, voices, visions creep into perception. The same room that one had gone to sleep in now becomes a place of dream. It is essentially open-eyed dreaming. One is laying in rest immobilized, and the figures of dream are now beginning to become part of the usually mundane environment. Throughout my life, and early in childhood, this strange in-between sleep state would begin to spontaneously occur. I had no control of it, and it terrified me. At this point in my life, however, I had begun to actively seek what it was that was occurring. I wanted to ride the roller coaster and not get off from fright as any movement would quickly bring one out of this state. I had found movement as a way to snap myself out of it when things became too overwhelming. I would will myself to move with all my ability and the state would fade away, bringing me back into normal consciousness. I have heard accounts of people tortured by the state of sleep paralysis simply because they could not get out of it they were essentially trapped in a sleeping body, paralyzed. Books on astral projection talk of this state as the gate into the astral, and I believe this to be true. If you can remain aware during the falling asleep transition and remain calm through sleep paralysis, you can essentially have an out-of-body experience. I do not understand how it is possible, or what it is, but it is undeniable. You can will yourself out of your body, and there you are, in your room moving around with no body just a floating wisp of consciousness. This place you enter, however, only seems to be your room or another physical location, but it's peculiar in that furniture is in different locations or strange objects litter the area that are not seen in waking life. I have often tried to bring objects back with me, sure that I would awaken with them as proof of this strange place, but as you can imagine, it was unsuccessful. I would inevitably wake up empty-handed. I wondered if it was a kind of embodied dream where the subconscious mind recreates a version of reality that you can explore. It is hard to say what it is, but it occurs and oddly differs from the typical dream state. One is fully lucid as if awake and able to move about, but has no physical body, just more a point of consciousness. This consciousness cannot move through walls as if magnetically repelled by them, 
but there is no sensation from contacting the environment. Unlike the lucid dream state, you cannot create things in front of you, and things retain a certain stability. It is as if you are actually in a physical location, navigating through as a spirit with only a minor influence on your surroundings. Sometimes one is not aware of the transition between sleep paralysis and this strange out-of-body dream state and just appears in a location suddenly aware. It has happened that I will awaken in a friend's room and after moving around will be made aware that something is just off. How did I get here, I wonder? The realization dawns. I am in an astral projection, not the ordinary state of consciousness. It is hard to remain in this state as the strangeness and fearful excitement of the realization often makes one awaken, back in the room they fell asleep in. This phenomena usually happens unintentionally, but on this day I was in fact seeking to recreate it purposely, and what I experienced was bizarre and left me in amazement. On this night, I did not go through the sleep paralysis transition, but simply awoke facing myself in the mirror of my bathroom and beheld an amazing sight. There I was, looking at myself in the mirror, but something was so different about this. I felt an incredible lucidity, a clarity of vision that seemed more high definition than waking life, with a glittering golden aura that gently traced the outline of my body in the mirror. I was floating there, naked but with no lower body. Where there should be legs, my body just faded out. I was peering into my own soul, and I felt such a beautiful ecstatic bliss that words lack to explain. I just felt a deep love, Peace and understanding, looking at myself there floating in the mirror, radiating some strange energy. It was me there, but my mind was completely clear, like a freshwater lake with no ripples in it. I was not thinking, simply experiencing the depth of the moment and this wondrous sight. There was an extraordinary sound in the air. It sounded like a dull roar of static, or like popcorn crackling. The sound was not coming from anywhere in particular, but was suffusing the very air, the fabric of that world. And as I slowly moved back and forth, I heard this kind of interference static and low hum associated with this movement. There I was, looking deeply at myself, hovering in front of that strange mirror, glowing radiant with my arms stretched out to the sides parallel to the floor. What was this mystery that I was witnessing? And why was it so profoundly affecting me? I felt a deep ecstatic emotion, the kind reminiscent of the depths of an entheogenic experience, where one feels a certain connection to the world to the wonder of the miracle of this universe. There I was, peering into myself through this mirror, a wondrous vision impressing itself on my greatest depths. What was the meaning of this? At the time, I had no such question. I was like a newborn child looking at something that has never seen before in wonder. I could feel a kind of magnetic pull upwards, and I slowly went along with this feeling and allowed myself to move towards the heavens, weightless. As I gently floated upwards, I could see myself rising in this mirror, a radiant form that faded out from the waist below. Then something truly terrifying occurred. As I reached the ceiling of this place, suddenly I was pulled into an abyss. This abyss was a place that seemed to be absolutely dimensionless, and a horror came upon me. It was as if I heard and experienced thousands, millions of thoughts at once, so many that they drowned each other out, and I was filled with such an existential fright that I instantly wished to be out from that place. I had no body there, no sight, in a pure void that was filled with teeming life that was nowhere to be seen. It was perhaps the most horrifying experience I have ever had. Imagine a place that is pure emptiness, not like the black of when your eyes are closed, but what it must be like to be inside a black hole. 
There was nothing there except what seemed to be roaring multitudes of thoughts and voices in such a magnitude that nothing could be made out. They coalesced into a chaotic cacophony. In that moment, I had only one desire, to leave that place, and I became filled with such a deep terror as I frantically willed myself out of there to no avail. Was I dying? Was I trapped in a bottomless black void with no return? Had I just stumbled into some place that once it takes you in, you can never return from, that dissolves away your very being? I desperately tried to awaken myself, but still was unable. This entire experience must have occurred in what would be a few seconds, but the intensity was such that it felt like minutes. I willed with my whole spirit to escape this place. And at last, a miracle occurred. Suddenly I woke back into my body, eyes closed, in the darkness of my bedroom. I lay there for several minutes, completely dumbfounded at what had just happened. I was terrified, but yet exhilarated. What did I just experience? Was it real? What kind of strange dream was this? Or was it not a dream at all? I lay there in gratitude and awe, thankful that I was alive and out of that terrible place. Yet I was filled with such a deep happiness at this experience. Here was some wondrous experience that I couldn't explain at all. I did not understand what this was, but it seemed to hint a deep mystery to me, that this world is not what it seems to be. I lay there enthralled by this, feeling the memory of the experience slowly slipping away from my mind as I struggled to keep it in my mind. I did not want to forget this. I wanted to understand what had just occurred. The thought came into my mind that there are fates worse than death. I cannot imagine a fate worse than being trapped in that dimensionless abyss. Was that the bardos that Tibetan Buddhism teach about? The dimensions that beings pass through as they die? Had I ascended into the void, the emptiness that is pure chaos, pure potential, roaring with thunderous silence? It is impossible to say, yet nothing else seemed to explain it. I wonder to this day what that vision was depicting. Was it a symbol of what would come to pass in the next few years as I would die to my past self and begin to seek the greater meanings in this life? I later read in some texts on astral projection that there are actually two bodies that you can project, the lunar body and the solar body. The astral body that is spoken of in ancient texts is believed to have many forms. The lunar body is that egoic consciousness that we often experience in waking life and especially in dreams where we feel like a center of identity, filled with all of our desires, fears, and the animal parts of consciousness. The solar body, however, is believed to be our true spirit, our highest divine self, which with training we can learn to embody and travel through the astral spheres. After many astral projections from that day onwards, both intentional and accidental, I came to understand that perhaps what I had witnessed was an experience of the solar astral body. That projection was so at variance with all that had occurred before, in the sheer feeling of ecstatic bliss, an awareness more lucid than waking life, that it made a deep impression on me. From that strange experience onwards, I have carried a deep faith in the mystery of life, a first-hand experience of something that can never be rationalized away, and opened the door to the possibility of realms beyond understanding. Many theories and speculations can be made on what I experienced but there's no doubt that I did experience something truly profound, something that would forever instill a belief in the great mystery of life. Thank you for listening to this. It is a true story, and I hope it provoked some thoughts of wonder and curiosity in your mind. 
Thank you again for listening. And I want to express some gratitude that you took time out of your day to listen to this podcast, the Herbal Hour podcast, where we talk on topics in holistic health, herbalism, homeopathy, shamanism, and share stories like this every week that come from the spirit. I started this podcast really with one idea in mind, natural medicine, natural healing, the alternative sphere, the holistic way is something that I believe is so important for maintaining and improving the health of everyone. A health that is beyond the lack of disease, but a health that is jubilant with life. A health full of vitality. To reach the state of health, we truly have to have everything in line. Our spirit, mind, and body must be one and in harmony. I hope that during these trying times, you find peace in your life. That you find your passion again. That you take time to do what you love to do when there's so much free time and so much opportunity. Yes, there is crisis. Yes, there is fear. Yes, there is anxiety. But now is the time to find a way through it. I believe this time is actually a great opportunity for us, not only as a culture or a civilization, but as a global community. This is not the global world of countries, the global world of nations. I'm talking about a world of humanity beyond all of that. The truth is simple. We're all humans. We all have the same issues, fears, pain, hurt, love, community as everyone else. And I think it's through connecting back with that that we find peace in our lives and through connecting back to the natural world that we come back into harmony with ourselves. So with great blessings, I hope you guys find some peace in these trying times. Now for some exciting announcements. This week, we have a history teacher who teaches high school on the show to talk about how understanding history can actually lead us to healing. This is one of my favorite podcasts that I did. It gets very passionate. This is my old time friend, Eric Anderson, and I will be releasing that episode this weekend. Also, next weekend, I will be releasing an episode from a chiropractor who teaches at National University of Natural Medicine to talk about pain, to change the way that we view pain, our perceptions of it, and to give guidance and advice to people who suffer from chronic pain. Also, some quite exciting news. Just yesterday, we finally broke 5,000 downloads in the few short months that we've been live. Thank you all for supporting this podcast and helping the spread of natural healing, alternative methods, and a holistic mindset throughout the world. If you enjoy this podcast, a simple thing you could do to help is to go to our YouTube channel, Herbal Hour Podcast channel, and give us a subscribe, a like, a comment, anything authentic. Or check us out on Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes. Give us a good rating, review, or whatever you think of us and subscribe there as well. This is also a good time to tell you guys a little bit about myself. I don't really talk too much about myself because this podcast is really about spreading natural healing, but I will give a brief mention. So my name is Bogdan, and I am in my final year of my naturopathic medical education at National University of Natural Medicine here in Portland, Oregon. When I graduate, I plan on focusing on natural mental health. I've always been very passionate about psychology, philosophy, and helping people come to a greater meaning in their lives and to get through the common challenges that we all face. Anxiety, depression, they're scourges on humanity, and I think they come from one simple cause, 
a lack of meaning, direction, and purpose in life. And this is not exactly easy to find. That is why I'm making it my mission to help people along with that. So if you're interested in natural mental wellness, be sure to check out my new community website. It's holisticpsyche.com. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-P-S-Y-C-H-E.com. There you'll find tons of free articles on herbs that could be used for all sorts of mental support. Stories related to the spiritual and mystical elements of life, such as this article, which originally featured on there, as well as many other articles that are always completely free and focused on finding a holistic psyche, finding the way to an integrated personality, and being mentally well through natural means. Also, if you guys love herbal remedies, I make them. Check out our website at ktherbs.com. The company is Kentaros Therapeutics. We make herbal extracts of mythical quality. Kentaros means centaur in Greek, and we have been inspired by the myths and legends of Chiron, the great centaur healer of humanity. All of our products are based on Greek myths and other traditional myths to give you a sense of meaning while you also taste some delicious herbs. Our five mythical mixtures will soon be available for pre-order. One of them is Blissful Soul, a blend meant to support the mood that is based around legends of the sun and sun gods. We have Eros Potion, based on the god of desire and love. We have Herculean Strength, from the great hero of the ancient epics, an adaptogenic blend to help you overcome stress and give you vitality in your everyday life, whether it's mental work or physical work. Morphean Dream. In Greek mythology, Morpheus was the god of dreams who would visit people in a human form and give them messages from the gods. This blend is meant to help with sleep. And last but not least, and especially pertinent in these times, is a blend called Guardian Angel. Guardian Angels were spirits that were thought to protect people from all manner of evil and harm. This blend is filled with immune-supporting herbs like echinacea, elderberry, astragalus, and licorice, made in both alcohol forms for extra potency and a delicious glycerite for alcohol-free or for those who are sensitive to alcohol. We also have a line of herbal simples including the mood-supporting St. John's wort, the sleep-supporting valerian, the reproductive-supporting angelica root, the herb to bring calm, lavender, and another herb to soothe the spirits and help with digestion, chamomile. All these products are herbal extracts made with all organic ingredients. Many of our herbal simples or our single herb tinctures or liquid herbal extracts are made from fresh ingredients, and one of them is actually made from St. John's wort that was picked from the wild at the peak of freshness. The St. John's wort, Herbal Simple, is probably one of my favorites. It is a deep crimson red color due to the extraction of a key compound called hypericin, which is very well researched for mood support and has shown some remarkable findings if you want to search St. John's wort or the Latin name Hypericum perforatum on PubMed. If all of this and the world of natural herbs and natural healing piques your mind, be sure to check us out at letterktherbs.com. This is a company that I personally started with a close friend, and I hope you guys enjoy the 
deep effort, quality, and patience that goes into making these herbal extracts. If by some miraculous event of nature, you are still here listening, I want to give you a special offer. If you send an email to d-o-c-t-o-r-d-a-n at ktherbs.com, drdan at ktherbs.com, I will send you a free tincture of your choice. That's right, completely free. We have one ounce tinctures and two ounce tinctures. So if you're interested in trying our products, since we will be doing our launch soon, we are interested in finding people to test out our products, see if they're effective, see how they taste, and get all sorts of reviews on them. All we ask of you is to use the product and give us an honest review on social media or on our website. We are a local Portland company in our startup phase. So this would be incredibly helpful. Thank you guys so much for listening to all this self-promotion at the end of the podcast. I do it for one simple reason. And it's because I keep this podcast ad free from random companies that offer me money to talk about their products that I really don't care about. So we at Kentaros Therapeutics love to keep it local. We get all of our organic, fresh and wildcrafted herbs from local Oregon farms, flavored with delicious local honey. In the future, we um, will be giving 10% of our profits to local communities, natural health practitioners, and anyone pushing forward holistic medicine. That's 10% of our profits. Just because we believe that money is all in how you use it, and we like to reinvest in our communities. Thanks for listening. This has been a section of the Herbal Hour podcast, The Story Hour, where I share stories to enlighten the mind and soothe the spirit.